Welcome back to the Wire Podcast. I'm Ryan McCrary. I'm with Thomas Smith. And we're going to be talking about the divisional round of the NFL playoffs happening this weekend. We're also going to talk about the natty between Clemson and LSU happening Monday. Uh, it's a really ex- really exciting week uh, weekend of, college, or of uh, football. I'm super excited about the playoffs. Same. Uh, yeah, first game, Vikings 49ers. It's like 435 tomorrow. Uh, great matchup. I'm so excited. Like, this might be the me- the best matchup of the week or of the weekend. Yeah, maybe. I like the Packers-Seahawks C- game, too, but Why? a little biased. Yeah. That's not a good matchup, though. The Packers are going to beat the Seahawks. You think so? Well, I think, I, I think like, so. But, like, well, realistically. How is the spread on that game four and a half? I would, I would put a lot of money on that. It's probably because of Russell Wilson. Yeah. If, if the Seahawks had – did, or didn't have three injured running backs, I think it'd be a much yeah, better we'll game. Here. Let's save that game for Save that later. Yeah, sure. Vikings 49ers. Uh, Vikings <clears throat> got a huge upset in the Superdome against the Saints last weekend in the wildcard round. The Vikings uh, were awesome in that game, and they screwed up my pick, so I hate them. Um, so I had, yeah, you know, I had the Saints going to the Super Bowl. Uh, but the Vikings' defense was awesome in that game, especially their defensive line, and I thought that was – Arguably the best game their defensive line had played all season. Like I, I thought they were amazing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they got a super talented defensive line with two yeah. edge rushers with Everson Griffin and Daniel Hunter, and then big D tackle Linval Joseph. So, yeah, but like they held. Uh, yeah, they were great against the run. Camara uh, wasn't able. Yeah, Camara had twenty one rushes. Murray yards. wasn't able to do anything. I mean, Hill had a few. Hill had a few runs. Hill had a twenty-eight yard run that broke out big. But Hill was like Hill was like the Saints' best uh, best player in that game. Yeah, one for one, fifty yards passing ball, four carries for fifty yards running the ball, and then had two catches for twenty-five yards and a receiving touchdown. Yeah, he was crazy, he like was all great. over the field offensively. But like obviously, and then had a, a tackle on special teams. Yeah, like he's uh, a Swiss Army knife, uh, but he was incredible in that game. Yeah, like, the, the Vikings defense, I mean, I, they're obviously good. Like, I knew they were good, but, like, they just totally shut down the Saints offense. Like, the, like even Drew Brees was bad, and I didn't expect that. Like, he got outplayed right. by Kirk Cousins at home. I'm surprised about that just because I don't feel like the Vikings secondary is that good. Yeah. And Bree, well, Brees looked off the whole game because he was under duress and the run game wasn't helping him out. He right. was essentially – the Saints were relying on him completely to win that game. So, there's a lot of pressure on him. I mean, he's a veteran. He should be able to handle that, but... He had that one bad pick. Yeah. That came, immediate, that came immediately after the... I think it came, like, right after the Taysom Hill 50-yard bomb right. led to a touchdown. And he threw deep against double coverage, which made no sense. It was, like, a terrible throw. Like, I had no clue what he was doing. Uh, but, yeah, the Saints just couldn't do anything offensively. And the Vikings, I'm just... I was shocked how well they played defensively. And their run game was fantastic. Like, Cook had 94 yards and a touchdown. He was awesome all day. His, his yards per attempt or per carry weren't great. But if you just watch the game, he was fantastic. Right. Um, and obviously the 49ers, uh, they had to buy. So they, they didn't play last weekend. Uh, but I, I um, mm, this is a really good matchup. I think the Vikings can come out with a W. I wouldn't be surprised if they win, especially if they can run the ball like they did last week and if Kirk Cousins is going to continue to play well because Kirk Cousins 
was absolutely fantastic last week. Um, like if he's going to step up on the road in San Francisco, they have a chance to win. I don't see them getting it done, even though the 49ers' run defense was pretty pedestrian in the regular season. Like Their, their run defense was ranked really, really low. Um, I still think they're going to get it done. Like Their offense is so good. Like Kyle Shanahan, his offense is incredible. It's been great all year. Like their run game's been really nice. Uh, Raheem Mostert's been great the last few weeks, uh, especially with all their running the issue the injury uh, issues they've had at running back. Uh, Mostert's been great. Uh, Col- it's Coleman playing. Like, are they gonna have all? Like, what's their running back depth gonna look like in this game? Uh, they should have all three, right? Or is Coleman hurt? I don't know about Coleman. Right is back, right? Right is back. Um, yeah, they. Their defense is going to be healthier. Yeah, their defense is going to be healthier. Because, like, Kawan Alexander's coming back. Uh, D Ford's coming back. They have a safety. Um, what's his name? It's like Tart or whatever. uh, Jacuzzi. Say it, but you know who I'm talking yeah, about. I, know talking I forgot about. his name, but he's coming back. So they got a lot of injured defensive players coming back Jaquiski, for this game. I think. Wait, what? Jaquiski. Oh, Jaquiski. Wait, what? Ja- okay, Jaquiski Tart, and he's coming back. Is it even him? It might not even be him that's hurt. I think it actually might be somebody else that was yeah, hurt. Maybe. So I don't think it was him. But they have a safety that's coming back from injury. So I think their run defense is going to be better, um, especially with all these returning. Players on that side of the ball, Marcel Harris. Am I? I don't. No, I don't think it's him. Don't think it's him. Yeah. Yeah, I just like I've watched the Forty ers a lot this year. Right. <laughs> They're so good offensively, defensively. They have one of the best secondaries in the league. If they can stop the run and kind of contain Dalvin Cook and force Kirk Cousins to have to make plays, I think they're going to come out with a W. Yeah. There's a lot of factors in this game. If the Vikings are able to shut down the running game for San Fran and make Jimmy G play quarterback, will he be able to, you know, be the team? Will he be able to carry the offense to a win? And I don't know if he will. I like Jimmy Garoppolo, but I haven't seen enough from him this season to where he, you know, is his team. He's had to rely on the running game a lot. They've had a great running game all season, have a – three-headed monster in the backfield with Mostert, Breda, and Coleman. And I just don't know if Garoppolo is going to be able to step up and really you know, make a difference if the running game shuts down. That being said, the 49ers have one of, if not the best defense in the league. Um, and I know Kirk Cousins is going to be under duress all game with Nick Bosa and D. Ford's going to be back. you got Eric Armstead. You've got DeForest Buckner. You've got so many weapons on that defensive line that can get after the uh, the quarterback and also stop the run. Now, like you said, they haven't been fantastic stopping the run, but they're incredible at getting after the passer. Yeah. So I think the 49ers are going to pull this one out only because of their defense. I don't know if Jimmy G is going to be able to – I don't expect this to be like a shootout game. Right. I expect it to be kind of low scoring, uh, but I expect the 49ers to come out with a dub, especially with George Kittle, probably the best tight end in the game right now, being fully health- healthy, we believe. Yeah. He's, he's a beast, and it's oh, going to be so, so hard good. to like, stop. Like, Kittle is 
so good. And like people understand how good he is. Like like people realize that he's one of the best tight ends in the game. I don't think people understand how good he is. Like he's such a good blocker, such a such an elite receiving threat. Right. He's so good. He makes that offense. Like that 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 Kyle Shanahan system usually makes the tight end a lot better. But he makes that system just unstoppable. Right. Like with their their run game and their play action passes, that West Coast scheme that Kyle Shanahan is running in in San Francisco, it's dangerous. Like it, it's scary how, how like it's so hard to stop, especially when they're running the ball as effectively as they have been. Like it's crazy. I think they're gonna. I, I got, I'm picking the 49ers in this game, but I would not be surprised if the Vikings came out with a W. And if the Vikings come out of San Francisco with the upset. It, I'm not gonna pick them, pick them to beat the Packers, but I think they would have a chance. Right, I agree. Should be a great matchup. Yeah, Next, second game, uh, Titans Ravens AFC matchup. Uh, so they're doing it differently this week. The games. So last weekend they did. Uh, Saturday they had both AFC matchups, and then Sunday they had the NFC matchups. Right. This week they're doing how they've done it the past few years, where they have NFC AFC matchup each uh, each day. So the second game is Titans Ravens at eight fifteen tomorrow night. Uh, this is a tough game for the Titans. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, like they deserve a round of applause for possibly ending the Patriots dynasty last weekend. Uh, but yeah, their playoff run dies in Baltimore. Yeah, I agree. It's just they don't have the defense to stop Lamar Jackson. I mean, he's gonna run all over the field. Yeah. Toss the ball around. And they don't have the offense to keep up yeah. with that. They're like not going to be able to stop yeah. it. Like, you can admit that. They can't stop it. But can they keep up with it? I don't think so. Derrick Henry is fantastic, and I expect to see some big plays from him running over some guys. But they can't rely on Derrick Henry to get this done. He had right. 300 carries in the regular season. Didn't necessarily carry their team, but he kind of did. I mean, Tannehill was fantastic this season when he became the starter. But Derrick Henry really – bolstered that team and made it made the offense what it became with like 300 carries on the season. So I don't see the Titans being able to come out of Baltimore with a win. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I think I, Ryan Tannehill, I don't think he's going to be effective enough to keep up with the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens' offense, I don't know who can stop them. I don't know if anybody, anybody can because their offense is so unique and so hard to stop with Lamar Jackson being the – for being the threat as a like as a runner, like and their their offense is with the read option, uh, the pistol, it's crazy. It's so hard to stop. Nobody's really been able to stop it all year, except early in the season when they lost to uh, the Browns and the Chiefs. And there's two losses back to back. Yeah, and Tennessee doesn't have great linebackers. And yeah, Baltimore relies on tight ends so heavily. So right. you're gonna your safeties and your linebackers are gonna be put in matchups were unfavorable matchups because right. you know, the safety on on these fantastic pass catching tight ends then you know your safety's not big enough your linebacker's too slow it's just a matchup nightmare for the titans yeah i agree it's it's tough i for them to i don't think they have a chance to win this game um so like if i if i were a betting man i'd bet on the spread because the spread's 10 um for baltimore minus 10 um, Titans, this is just a tough game for them. It's a tough matchup. And I don't know if anybody's going to be able to stop this Baltimore offense. It's why, they ha- it's why I picked them to go to the Super Bowl uh, before the playoffs. 
It, yeah, this is tough. I think it's going to be a blowout. I wouldn't go as far as say a blowout, but I do agree. I don't know how the Titans' offense is going to be able to keep up. So I wouldn't right. be surprised if it's a blowout, but I'm not going to – I'm not going to prematurely say that, hey, yeah. this is going to be a blowout. Yeah. But yeah we both I mean, it's the playoffs, so right. anything can happen. Yeah. But we'll see. I, I don't think Ryan Tannehill can go toe-to-toe with Lamar Jackson. So you say that. And then you're gonna get this pick like absolutely wrong, just like last week's picks, except for the. the yeah, but I'm confident in this one. Like I'm super confident. I know. I, know. Like, I don't think I was like super confident in any, in any of my picks last week, except probably like the Seahawks. I was confident. You were in that confident one. in the Saints. You really were. You liked them going to the. the oh Super yeah, Bowl. but I, I was. I think I was more confident in the Bills over the Texans. Yeah, I was surprised about that one. Yeah, I was. I was more confident in that one. Alright, moving on. Texans Chiefs. People like are kind of hyping this up as a good matchup. Like, 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 a, like, like the Texans are like, like I see a lot of people picking the Texans. I think uh, it'll. Be and, I mean, it'll be fun, but I st- I'm still picking the Chiefs. Right. I think it'll be a good. It could be a good matchup. Yeah. I don't think it will be. Yeah. But I think it could be a good matchup. Deshaun Watson is the difference maker for Houston. If he plays well, the team plays well, generally. Right. Well, if they just protect for him. Yeah, I mean, he got He's sacked the team. so much at the beginning of the Buffalo game. Yeah, second half, the offensive line was a lot better, though. Second half, their offensive line was a lot better. Right, but... Yeah, Deshaun Watson's just a freak. Like, he's insane. Yeah, and... KC's defense is a lot better than I thought they would have been this year. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, they lost rookie safety Juan Thornhill to injury, which is a big hit for them. Yeah, He's that's been a big fantastic loss. for them uh, next to Tyron Matthew. Uh, Tyron Matthews had a... Yeah, he's like a defensive player of the year candidate. Right. It's... I mean, he's been fantastic this season. We, I don't think I've seen him this good since he was with Arizona. Right. So, yeah, it's been a beast. Uh, I mean, the Texans. I just don't like their team. Like, they're not good defensively. Uh, their offensive line's awful. They give up too, way too many sacks. And even when they're not giving up sacks, like Deshaun Watson is just pressured way too much. Um, and like the receiving core is nice, especially like their receiving core is really nice when they have Will Fuller, which they'll have in this game with Will Fuller and uh, DeAndre Hopkins, but their run game is inconsistent, and their only consistency on offense is really Deshaun Watson. Like he's, right. And DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, he's been, he's been good. He hasn't had, he's had a, a, a good season, but he hasn't had a great season. Right. He was fantastic in the second half of the Buffalo game, but in the first half he was getting shut down by Tredavious White. Yeah. So I don't know who they're going to put on him, who Kansas, like, who this matchup, what what his matchup's going to be. Um, I don't know. They might put Mo Claiborne on him. Well, I think he's out, actually. Well, they have Kendall Fuller, right? Yeah. They'll put him on. Probably. Hopkins. Yeah, I was trying to I, – I would – I was kind of thinking they might put a, a bigger corner on Hopkins, but they don't really have one. Yeah. So – The Chiefs, uh, they have a really good pass defense. Like, their pass defense ranks in – is it top ten? I think it's top ten. I'm pretty sure it's top ten. Um, I'm not sure. I think it, I think it's ranked number eight. Yeah. In the entire league. But their pass defense is good. The run defense, 
kind of sucks, but because their front seven is really not that good. Uh, well, they're live actors. Their live actors are just straight garbage. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking Chiefs. I don't think this one's gonna be a blowout. Because uh, like the the Chiefs and the Ravens are both uh, they're both favored by ten points. Uh, right. But this one, I don't think this is gonna be a blowout because Deshaun Watson's just that good. Yeah, it, I think it'll be a quarterback duel. Patrick Mahomes, I just expect him to win that quarterback duel because he's that special. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. And I mean, I know I'm pretty sure this game was in London when they played in the regular season, and I I understand that can make a big difference because yeah. you know they'll be. Oh yeah, this is they, gonna be they a home beat game. the Chiefs. Was it in London when they played the Chiefs? I don't, I don't know if it was in London, but yeah, that was a crazy comeback no, win the, for the Texans. No, the London game was was Jacksonville and the, and Houston, wasn't it? Yeah, that that I was confused. Yeah, but when the Texans and the Chiefs last played, uh, the Texans actually beat the Chiefs. Yeah, that was a crazy comeback win for the Chiefs because – sorry, Texans. sorry for the Texans because the Chiefs, uh, they were up by a lot in that game. Right. I don't they, remember how yeah, they how went up, they were up they were seventeen ahead. to three at one point, and then in the second quarter, Houston just dominated and went up twenty three to seventeen going into halftime. Right. So, I think it could be a good game. We've seen the Texans compete with the Chiefs before, but the Chiefs' defense wasn't as good as they are right now. Right. Earlier in the season with that secondary, I mean, obviously one Thornhill's out, big hit for them. I still expect Patrick Mahomes to win the quarterback duel, and uh, the Chiefs will get out of, uh, well, they they got a home game, so. Yeah, this is going to be an arrowhead, which is also a huge factor in this game. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it is, because, like, home field is kind of, this year home field seems not as important, because, like, uh, like, last week, the Patriots didn't really have a home field advantage. Like, it didn't seem like that mattered, and, like, this whole entire well, season, you know, home field can't fix a broken offense. Yeah, this whole entire season, home field advantage is not like what with betting, like against right. the spread. Home field teams are just not getting. Like, home field teams against the spread do not have a good record this year, and so it's like this trend of where home field advantage seems to not matter, um, which is weird. Like usually, home field advantage is like that's a huge factor in games. But this season, for whatever reason, it just seems to not be as big of a factor as it used to be. Right. Well, I'm definitely. I think I'm going to pick the Chiefs for this one. Yeah, I'm picking the Chiefs. I guess we're. Just, I guess we're just going to have the same freaking picks. Yeah. Most I'm not. I'm not picking the Texans. I, I, I hate not having an upset. I kind of want to pick the Vikings. I kind of thought about picking the Vikings. I was going to pick the Vikings just because yeah. of that run defense, and I felt like if they could shut down. San Fran's run game, then they could win the game. But I just don't see any way Kirk Cousins is going to be able to win a game with Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead and DeForest Buckner, they, they D. Have Ford, to... all looking down. Yeah, uh, I mean, they're just going to be throwing him on the ground every other play. Yeah, the Vikings would have to win two straight road games. Yeah, and I don't like. I don't know if Kirk Cousins can do that as well as he played last week. I hate, like he showed up big in big moments, and I don't know if he can if he can pull that off again. I just right. don't know on the road. Like San Francisco is gonna be, it's gonna be crazy tomorrow night. It's gonna be insane. Yeah, looking forward to that game. All right, last game we have Seahawks Packers. Uh, Packers at home. I just the Seahawks. I I, I mentioned this on the podcast I did earlier this week 
where I talked about last week's games. The Seahawks, I I feel so bad. I just don't know. I don't like their offense. Like Russell Wilson, I love him, but without that, without a run game, because they have so many injuries to their running backs. Like their their starting running back is is Marshawn Lynch. Well, and yeah, I and, mean, tra- and Travis Homer. Travis Homer, I think, started the game against Philly, but but Lynch saw more carries. Yeah, but like, and without a run game, the offense is so much worse. And I mean, they have DK Metcalf, who's been awesome. And I hate how dumb I was in pre my pre draft analysis of DK Metcalf because I put so much emphasis on his ability, his inability to run routes. Yeah. Which really wasn't going to matter at the next level. Like, no one was going to ask him to run any kind of special route tree. No one's going to ask him to run comeback routes and have an advanced route tree. Like, all he's going to do is run go routes, like slants, post. Like, they're just going to ask him to use his athleticism as an advantage and make big plays deep down the field. Um, so, I had to admit that I was wrong about him pre-draft. Um, but, like, their offense, I just don't like it. Their, their offense line's not great. And, like, the, their, their offense is just meh, in my opinion. Yeah. It's, it, it's just, without a run game. With their run game, they're actually, they have a, a really good offense. But since they're without Rashad Penny and Chris Carson, their offense is taking a big deal. I mean, and their precise, three yeah. running backs are gone. And they have a Marshawn Lynch who is so far out of his prime, and a I don't want to say he was undrafted. I want to say he was a seventh round running back that's been okay for them, yeah. but hasn't been fantastic or anything. So right. it's really this whole game for the Seahawks is going to rely on their defense and Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson has to play out of his mind, which I think he will. Like I don't like. There's no reason to expect otherwise. Right. Like, he, he's such a good quarterback, and he comes through every single time. Like he's a big time quarterback, and I just like with the Packers defense. The Packers defense has been great this season. Right. And although I don't love the Packers offense at times, I think at times it can it can be a little rough for them. Like Aaron Rodgers at times, like against the Vikings this season. He had a rough first half. Yeah. And at times, he just he's missing throws. Yeah, that's been a, that's been a theme of the season, unfortunately, for him. I mean, he's, yeah. just, he's just getting out of his prime. Yeah, he's like, he, like he's at the end of his career, obviously. Right. I mean, hey, if he can come out of here with one more Super Bowl, that'd be nice. But like, I, I 100% expect the Packers to come out of here with a victory. But yeah. like originally, I really was thinking about picking the Seahawks only because I've watched this team this year, right? And this offense has struggled so much. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, four thousand yards on the season with a sixty-two percent completion percentage. That's not bad, but that's not typically what you expect from Aaron Rodgers. Only twenty-six passing touchdowns. I mean, he did only throw four interceptions, which is really good, right? But I don't know. It just hasn't been like his stats are not bad whatsoever. But it's just watching the games, you can tell there's something's not right. Like, Aaron Rodgers is just off. He's been helped out tremendously this year, though, by a great running game with Aaron Jones leading the way. He became, uh, became a 1,000-yard rusher. He was one touchdown away from the Packers' single-season um, total touchdown. Yeah. Mark, he finished with 19 total touchdowns on the season. Uh, 20 is the record. So... 
And then Jamal Williams, too, the second-string running back, also added on uh, almost 500 yards on the ground. So that's always good when you have two backs that are both able to you know make plays. I mean, right. the receiving core has been a little yeah. dicey. Devontae Adams has been, was out early in the season. He came back. He's been fantastic. Almost a 1,000-yard um, receiver, even though he missed four games. Um, so, and Alan Lazard, uh, undrafted wide receiver out of Iowa State, six foot five. He's really come on this season too. So he's been a he's been a beast. But the Packers offense just hasn't been clicking all season. I mean, you saw that game against San Francisco where they just got oh that was a mur- that was a slaughter. I think a big factor in this game could also be the cold weather at Lambeau. It's a home game for the Packers. They love playing in the cold weather. It's going to be freezing, might be snowing, could be really fun. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. If the if the Seahawks offensive line can hold up, they really have a chance. I mean, but it's going to be hard with those two edge rushers, Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith, both double-digit sacks. Zadarius with 13.5, Preston with 12, both off the edge at that outside linebacker spot. Uh, they like to move Zadarius. Zadarius is so strong. He is just a power rusher throws people around. They like to move him in the inside tunnel yeah. sometimes to confuse offensive lines. They'll put him at D-tackle, just let him go to work. I mean, he's been fantastic this season. Right. Um, so if their offensive line can't hold up and Russell Wilson can't escape, it's going to be a long night for the Seahawks. But if Russell Wilson is able to have time in the pocket, you know, move around, make plays, they have a chance in this game. But I am going to pick the Packers just because they have the more complete offense right now with Seattle's – entire running game relying on someone in their mid-30s and a late-round yeah. rookie running back. Yeah, the running back death for Seattle, or lack thereof, is it's concerning to me. And what really concerns me is that the Seahawks were only able to put up 17 points against the Eagles. Like, that's that worries me a lot. Because, um, like, the, the Eagles' secondary sucks. Like, it's, it's terrible. Expect the the Packers to win this game. I think it could be a close game. I think it could be it could come down to you know, hey, Aaron Rodgers versus Russell Wilson. Who's going to make the play? Right. But I expect the Packers to get out of there with a win just because of that. Of they have a more complete offense. Right. Yeah, one hundred percent agree. So yeah, we both we we have the same exact picks. Yeah, we have the same picks. Yeah, Forty Nine ers Ravens, Chiefs, and Packers were all we're we're taking the uh all of the. Favorites. Yeah. The only upset I think like can legitimately happen is like the Vikings. Yeah. I think that is like decently likely. Um, but I wouldn't bet on the Seahawks or the Texans. I'm definitely wouldn't bet on the Titans. But I I can see the Texans maybe pouring out a dub on the road. I agree. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the Natty. I'm I'm so so excited about this game. I'm so excited. Tigers versus Tigers. Yep. Battle for Death Valley. Clemson's favored in the FPI, LSU's but LSU's, LSU's favored, favored by six. Oh, that's, six now? That shocks me. Yeah. You think they would rather play Clemson or Ohio State? I think they'd much rather play Ohio State. Well, Why? no, I, I would. Know. Oh, I'm. Oh, no, I would much rather play Clemson if I'm LSU. Really? Ohio State's terrifying. Their pass rush and their secondary defense is so good. LSU's O line has been so fantastic. Why would you want to play Trevor? Because Clemson's offense, I feel like, is better than Ohio State's. 
That's what I'm saying. I'd rather play. I'd, I'd rather play play Ohio State. That's what I'm saying. That's what I said. Oh, I you thought you say, was... I thought you were saying. I'm no. saying I would if I were LSU, I'd much rather play Ohio State. Oh well, I mean, yeah, no, I'm saying I what? Well, I'd I'd much rather play Clemson, but then I don't want to play Trevor Lawrence. But I'm taking my chances because their defense is nowhere near as good as Ohio State's. Right. But like Ohio State's defense is so good, like they caused Clemson so many problems in the first half. Yeah. Until they made it, until Clemson made adjustments. Yeah, I just this game is going to be but yeah, it's so, so good. Much I fun. think like, I think I think this game could just be a complete offensive shootout. Oh, I, ho- I hope so I hope I hope like ninety points are scored. Like I'm the over so under is sixty nine. Oh, I'm the over. Yeah. I well, I'm maybe sixty nine and a half. Yeah. That, that's, that's like, like that's like that's 35 30 by each pretty much. Oh. I bet it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd bet it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, gonna be so much like Joe Burrow versus Trevor Lawrence, Ed Orsrod versus Dabo Sweeney. Like all those receivers were like Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson versus Christian Fulton and Derek Stingley. And Derek Stingley. Delpit back there. It's going to be a fantastic game. I'm so looking forward to it. Oh, like Derek Stingley, we got Delphit, like you said, and that LSU defense is coming along the last few weeks of the season. Yeah, like it's gonna be so much fun. Trevor just he just can't make mistakes in this game. Oh, he's, he, he's, he's got to be, be flawless. He's got to be fantastic because Burrow is not gonna. Ma- I don't. I don't see Burrow making mistakes against Clemson secondary. Clemson secondary is not bad. I'm not. Yeah. Saying that at all. They've got really good corner and um what's his name? Uh he won the defensive MVP last year. AJ is it AJ Terrell or was he the guy that was drafted? No, the guy that was drafted was Trayvon Mullen. Okay, so but yeah, AJ they have AJ Terrell. Or is it Terrell? I don't know. AJ Terrell. AJ, AJ, AJ Terrell. Terrell would be like a first name. So yeah, AJ Terrell. I think it's AJ Terrell. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's gonna be so much fun. It's gonna be a great game. I I had so much trouble when deciding who to pick. I picked Clemson before the playoffs, so I'm sticking with my pick. I just got to write it out. I don't want to see bias because I'm from Cartersville, but like, I, I, I'm going to stick with my pick. I'm terrified of LSU. Everything points in the direction of, of LSU, LSU yeah, I know. this game. I know. I, but I, I have so much faith in Clemson to just go out there and I, perform yeah, better than they performed all year. Yeah. Sometimes that's not. Sometimes that's not good to just rely on. You know. You know what you what you feel like is gonna happen. What you know, it's like not my my gut feeling you know. tells me that Clemson's going to to win this game. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a fantastic game, a shootout. But my gut tells me that Clemson's gonna be able to win this game. Their offense yeah. is so LSU's offense is one of the best. College offenses I've ever. seen in a while. Yeah, like 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 Joe Burrow's having arguably the best season ever by a quarterback. Right. He could like it's rivaled having, by only Colt Brennan. Yeah, he could end up having like over sixty touchdowns at the if he balls out in this game. Yeah. He could end, it's yeah, it's crazy. It's scary. He's already yeah. got over five thousand yards, fifty five touchdowns to six picks. I'm worried about what Clemson's going to do defensively in this game because you can't you can't stick. You can't stay in man coverage all game because Joe right. Burrow will pick you apart. Like Joe Burrow is a legitimate quarterback. Like he is, he's the best pro prospect in this upcoming draft for quarterbacks. Right. Like he, he this man is a beast. 
He, he is that guy. It scares me for LSU because Trevor has been almost perfect ever since, I want to say, the Louisville game. So, like, halfway through yeah. the season. He, he had eight interceptions, and all of those interceptions were in the first half of the season. Second half of the season, no picks. 36 touchdowns on the season. I mean, he's been fantastic ever since about midseason. He was not necessarily struggling. It was almost like he was just asleep. He was like sleepwalking through the first half of the season, just, you know, throwing it up, having fun with it, just throwing the ball around. And then it was like, okay, you want to put us out of the top four in the first rankings? Okay, we'll show you all. Yeah. And then he just was flawless and – it's crazy. And then Travis Etienne, oh my goodness, almost 200 carries this year, 1,500 rushing yards and 18 rushing touchdowns. Yeah. It's, I just worry about Clemson's offensive line because it's bad. It's not that good. I don't, and, and they struggled against Ohio bad. State. Ohio State has one of the best. I mean, they easily have the best pass well, rusher in I don't, the Their nation. offensive line isn't bad, but it's playing. If you got a good pass rush – they're gonna, they're gonna struggle. Yeah, it's gonna be a fantastic game, but my gut tells me that Clemson's gonna win this, so I have to go with Clemson. I'm thinking Clemson. Like I got all the faith in the world in Trevor. Like Trevor on the big stage has come through every single time. Like imagine if Trevor comes out, co- goes pro, with three finishes his college career with three national championships, and within zero losses. Is he the best? College quarterback of all time after that. I would argue yes. Yeah. Three national Oh, he, he would have – he would, yeah, yeah. He would definitely Three be national good. championships. Yeah. Undefeated. Start- I worry about Clemson's defense because you can't sit in many coverage all game. I don't, you can't I don't expect them – but I don't expect them to stop LSU. Yeah. I just expect this to be a shootout, and I expect Clemson to get it done in the end. I think Clemson has a better defense, though. Than LSU? Yeah. They got a freak athlete at linebacker, Isaiah Simmons. Who can play safety. Who can play safety. He's a safety li- linebacker hybrid. It's and they got good corners, like yeah. AJ Terrell, Christian Fulton. Christian Fulton's on LSU. Oh, that's, that's right. My bad, my bad. Yeah. So, it'll be, it'll be a good game. And I'll be interested to see how Derek Stingley, the young freshman corner, who's been fantastic all season, holds up on a national stage like this. Oh, he'll be I mean, great. I know he's been he's been great all season. He was fantastic against Georgia and bright lights with the SEC championship. Fantastic against Oklahoma. I expect him to be awesome. But I don't. He, they haven't had to play like a quarterback of this caliber yet, where he can just dot you like he played perfect both balls. Fine. Just absolutely. Perfect ball in yeah. the exact right place with these dynamic receivers. You got two, like you have two almost for sure first rounders in T. Higgins and Justin Ross, and then Amari Rogers is so explosive out of the slot, super quick. Yeah, that should be tough. I mean, who are they gonna put him on? I, mean, I assume like I I assume T. Higgins. They'll probably move him around on Justin Ross. I think they'll put Fulton on Higgins, and I think they'll put Stingley on Ross. That's what I think will happen. Just because I'm pretty sure Fulton's a little bit bigger than Stingley. Yeah. I think uh, I I might be wrong about that. I love Stingley so much. And Fulton's not necessarily more physical, but yeah, he's he's more of a physical corner than Stingley. Stingley's a ball hawk. He loves to go for the ball. Um, 
Fulton's a Fulton is so fantastic in, in coverage and being able to knock the ball out, um, being able to deflect passes. I don't know. I, I assume that they'll put Fulton on Higgins and put Stingley, who's more quick and explosive, on a more quick and explosive receiver like Ross. Yeah, it's going to be such a good game, though. I'm so excited. So excited. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking Clemson, too. I'm not going to be surprised whoever wins the game. I guess it's right. a coin toss, but both teams are so good. God, it's so much fun. It's going to be such a fun game. It will be. It's such a good matchup. Like, I can't think of a better matchup. Yeah, Clemson's receivers against LSU's fantastic corners. Like, I would have loved to see LSU-Ohio State in the playoffs. Like, I'll take this. This this is a decent consolation prize. Yeah. I'm so excited. It all comes down to this. It's, oh, Joe Burrow versus Trevor Lawrence. Like, the two best quarterbacks in college football. This is one of my favorite college football seasons in a while. I've really enjoyed this, especially watching LSU's offense. It's yeah. been absolutely beautiful to watch. I've had so much fun hating on Jalen Hurts and crapping <laughs> on him. It's been so much fun. It has been. It's, it's, I mean, I'm still going to have fun after the season's over, though, like watching players getting ready for the draft. Oh, yeah. Best time of the year. Yeah. yeah hopefully, yeah. I'll be able to get a mock draft out. Uh, I'm expecting to get one out after. Yeah. Have, we should have an article coming out about this game. Yeah, this pretty weekend. soon. Like, yeah. Uh, I'd like to get it out Saturday. Yeah, it should be out by then. And then I'll have, if I don't get a mock draft up sooner, it'll be up by, you know, after the Super Bowl, obviously. Yeah. That'll be the first real mock draft, not the, you know, kind of way too early ones. And it's not too early at this point. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's good. This, this has been a shorter podcast, but, you know, it's not too much to talk about. But yeah, this is fun. I'm so excited for the Natty and for the playoffs. Oh yeah. All right, we'll see y'all.